Pesachim Daftet, the last thing we were discussing was the last clause of the Mishnah, the Machloket of Bet Hillel and Bet Shammai, of exactly what you have to check in the wine cellar. We said that according to Bet Shammai, it's a Machloket of Rav Yehuda and Rabbi Yohanan. Rav Yehuda holds you have to check the first two rows, the entire two rows from the top to bottom. And Rabbi Yohanan holds that, uh, uh, Bet Shammai holds that you have to check like an L-shape, the entire area that's facing you and plus the entire area on top. And both brought proofs. And then we said, according to Bet Hillel, that Rav said, you have to check the, the entire top two levels all the way going back from the, from the front all the way to the back. You don't have to check the bottom one. And Shmuel says, you check the first two rows of the top level. And of course, Ruposek like Bet Hillel, but according to Shmuel's interpretation. With that, we are starting Daftet Amud Aleph straight from the beginning where the Mishnah is. The Mishnah says, In Hoshishin Sheme, Girera, Huda, Mibait, Lebait. Once you finish checking for the Hametz, we're not uh, going to suspect that maybe a rodent came and took the Hametz from one house to the other house or another section or Makom le Makom. The im can because if you have to start worrying, you have to start worrying about hatserot from yards and from one city to the other and end the davar sof and there'll be no end. Rather, we have to say once you checked, you checked, done. And Tosfot asks, so what's the hidush? Once you checked, of course you have a hazaka and you don't have to check again. What's the hidush? So he says maybe we're talking about an area where there are rodents and maybe they're bringing stuff over there and you have to worry. And the hidush is that you don't have to worry. And Rabenu David, Rishon, he explains, he asks a question, why do we even have to worry? It's a safek sfeka. You have one safek, maybe there was no rodent, and even if there was a rodent, maybe the rodent ate the mehamet. And he gives a huge hidush that really, the entire concept of the bedikat hamets is for even in a case of safek sfeka, you still have to check, and that's, that's a huge hidush. Okay, we're starting the Gemara. Tama de lo hazina de shakel. Why are we not worried? Because we didn't see a rodent come and take it. Ha hazina de shakel. If I saw a mouse or a rodent or a holdah or whatever it is come and take a piece of bread and run around, hai Now I have to worry and have to start looking for the hametz or ba'ibadika. Now, there am I, what if the check? Nema achaltem. Maybe the mouse ate the piece of bread. Milotna, didn't we say, medorot anochrim temeim? The houses of Goyim are tametum atmet. Why? Because they put their, uh, you know, if, they have a, if a woman has a miscarriage, they put the baby in the wall. And it's a machloket, uh, according to Rabbanan, they're metamin, even like the oil, and the Rabbi Shimon Yochai says, no, they're, they're tameh if you pick them up, not in oil, only Jews be oil. And Tosfot says, our Mishnah goes according to Rabbanan. that there is a concept of tumat oil by a Goy, but according to Rabbi Shimon Yochai, uh, for sure, you don't even have to worry about the sugya. So again, if a person uh, comes into a house where, where a goy used to live, it's considered tameh with the tumatamet of uh, probably a, a fetus is in the wall or something. And how long does a goy have to be there in order for you to have a suspicion that maybe he put a baby in the wall? Arba'im yom, the amount of time it takes for a woman to have a, to become pregnant and have a, a fetus that you're in, and have a miscarriage and put it in the wall. Even if he didn't have a wife, we're still worried he does that. Why? Because he's hashud on znut. And if it's a place where a pig or a hulda, some sort of rodent, could go there, why? Because we could just assume that the hulda ate it. 
Now, if we if you see by uh, the baby that uh, the Huldah is going to take it, kol sheken b'chametz. Amar b'zera la kashia. No, you can't compare. Ha bebasar veha meat and bread. Two different stories. Bebasar lo mesharia. The rodent loves meat. If there's meat in front of it, it's not going to leave anything. It'll leave a piece of the pita. It doesn't leave crumbs. Not a big deal. Meat is totally different. What's the question? Over there, by the miscarriage in the wall, uh, we're, we're lenient. Uh, we said that the rodent came and ate it. Why? Because you could say it happened, you could say it didn't happen. If you want to say it did happen, maybe the rodent ate it. Here's the problem. We saw the mouse take the, the hamets and run. Who said it ate it? Right? Now it becomes you have a safek that maybe it ate the hamets, maybe it didn't, but I know for sure that there was hamets here. And you have safek something that is uh, that is not certain can't come and take away something that is 100% certain. If it's for sure asur, it's asur. You can't it's something that is not 100% happened. Maybe it ate it, maybe it didn't eat it. It can't come knock it out. Now the Gemara says, wait a second. Ve'en safek motzi midevadai. Something that is that is not certain. It doesn't push away something that's certain. Ve'hatanya haver religious from person who we trust him with trumot and ma'asrot. Shemet he passed away. Ve'niach megura me'le'aperotif. He left a basket, a pile, something full of fruits. Ve'filu en bnei oman. Even if they're that, tei harehen b'cheskat metukanim. They're chazakah that you already give ma'aser. And over here you have why the vaday tevila hanepire. These perot are for sure tevil. For sure you didn't give uh, you didn't give trumot masrot. But on the other end, besafek meosarin, besafek lo meosarin, and you have a safek. Maybe he gave masrin, maybe he didn't. But we know for sure at one point they were tevil. Bekate safek and this safek where we know this guy usually gives trumot and masrot. Umotzimi de vaday and it pushes away the vaday that it was tevil. The Gemara says no hatam. It's a vadayu vadayu. Why the vaday ma'asr? He for sure gives a ma'asr. Why? Kedrabi hanina chaza'ah. Like Rabbi hanina chaza'ah. Sa'ad amar bi hanina chaza'ah. Chazaka al haver she'en motzi mitachat yado. Davar she'en omitukan. A religious from person. There is no such thing. He doesn't have anything in his house that he didn't give to and ma'asrot. So if he passed away, you know for sure he gave it. Or ve'ibaytima. Or you could say it's a safek ve'safeku. Why? It's a double doubt. Why? Maybe they were never tevil to begin with. Like uh, Rabbi Oshaya said, A person can use trickery, deceitfulness. How? If he wants to be poter his crop from giving maser on it, what do you do? You keep the chaff on. You don't finish off the work. You only have to give trumot and maserot once you finish the work. And if you bring it into the house with the work not done yet, you don't have to give uh, trumot and masrot on it, period. And why would I do that? Because I want to give it for my, to my animal to eat, and I don't want uh, to give masr on it. So even if you want to say that this haver didn't give masrot on it, on the other hand, who said this was tevil also? So you have a double suffix. Either way, okay. Sigma says, okay, fine. You want to tell me you want to tell me that something that is not certain doesn't push away something that is certain? 
there uh, Berimon. There was a story with the maid of this violent person, and some say he was a masik with a samich, uh, a person who uh, he, he I guess he sells uh, olives or something like that. He plucks the olives in a place called Rimon. She had a miscarriage. She threw the baby into a hole. Uba Kohen and a Kohen came, and some say this Kohen felt he was a relative, so he could uh, he could uh, be metameh. And some say he this uh, this Kohen wasn't all there; he wasn't a competent Kohen, or he was a katan. It's a machloket, the Ran, Tosfot, they all have different shitot. Bottom line is Ba Kohen vehetzis boleda im zachar u im nekevai. He went to go check, is it, a, is it a boy, is it a girl, is she tamed this amount of days, that amount of days, and he didn't see anything there. Obama said, if hachamim, and he came in front of the hachamim, v'tiaru, and the hachamim said, he's a, he, he's a kohen, he's tahor. Why? Because the different type of rodents that are in that hole, and they probably took that baby, and, uh, and it's gone, long gone, and therefore this, he's not tamed. And Rashi says, it could be we're talking about a case that he walked over the hole wherever the baby is now. And we're going to say there was probably an open area tefah, that's how they got the baby in. And if there's an open area tefah and then there's something on top of it blocking, he's not tameh. And uh, Rabenu Peret says that we're talking about a case where the hole wasn't the size of a tefah and therefore the tum'ah doesn't come up. And different ideas, they make it fit. Now, either way, let's get to the bottom line question. Threw that baby down that hole. Maybe the rodents uh, took it, took the baby. Maybe Maybe they didn't. Maybe at that time. And now comes the safek of maybe, the, maybe he, uh, the, the, the rodents took it. Maybe they didn't. And we're gonna knock out the vaday isur that this kohen did. Meaning this kohen for sure was on top of an area where there was a dead body, and maybe. Maybe a rodent took away the body and he's still kasher. And we're saying that uh, he's kasher. And this goes against what Rabbah said. The Gemara explains, Lo tema No, the case wasn't that she put an actual uh, fetus into that hole. Ela She put uh, something like a fetus into that, uh, into that hole. It became a double safek. Now the Gemara says, yeah, but it says, da'im zakharu im katane. It says, you want to know if it was a boy or a girl. Meaning, it was an actual child. You can't tell me it wasn't a child. And for sure, there was two out there. The Gemara says, no, ha'chikamar. This is what the case in the Brita was. The Kohen went to go check, lida'im ruahipila im nefilipila. We wanted to go check, the Kohen wanted to go check, was it just a bag full of air? A sack full of air, or was it a real baby? And if it, and if you want to say if it was a real baby, the question is, so they want to at that point they'd try to figure out if it was a boy or a girl, and that was the case. And it was a double suffix, and it wasn't a suffix kind of a dive, or you could say it was for sure she dropped the fetus over there, and the hachamim still were metaherim. Why hatam vadayu vadayu? It's a double vadai. Why? Because there's rodents over there, they for sure took it away by then. And if you want to tell me that maybe he didn't take all of it, maybe he, uh, the sum of the baby's body still there. Yeah, but when they originally took it, they dragged it out of that 
exact area, they took it to somewhere else. So it's Vada'i, he wasn't Tamei, uh, for sure Taor. And just comparing it to our case, even though we saw uh, a, 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 the rodent take the piece of bread and go somewhere else, and we have to check all, again one more time, that's because we know it took it there, but we don't know for sure that it ate the entire pita bread. Okay. Lishna harina nehi we don't say, another way of saying it, uh, uh, we don't say that they for sure ate it. However, we do say that uh, the rodents took it, uh, the baby to the hole. Okay, and then we can compare that to our case, and that's why you'd have to do Badikat Hametz. Now, our Mishnah says, we're not hoshesh that a rodent came and took the piece of bread, and I have to check all over again. Now, the Gemara asks, Rahuda. Are you telling me we don't, we're not choshesh that maybe a rodent came and took it? We have a Mishnah later on. It says, Whatever you leave of the hametz after the bedikah, you want to eat tomorrow morning for breakfast, hide it on the side. This way you don't have to go check uh, tomorrow where did you put it. And it sounds like if you don't hide it, you're going to have to look all over the house again. You have to do bidikat hametz tomorrow morning. Why? Because maybe a, a, a rodent came and took it. Amar No, that's not a problem. There's a difference between the 14th and our Mishnah is talking about the 13th. The, the morning of the 13th is bread all over the house and therefore the, 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 the rodent is not going to hide bread for itself because it has enough bread on the 14th at night and the next day there is not too much bread all over the house so the, the rodent hides it and therefore maybe it took we're hoshesh that maybe it took it and therefore you have to uh, you have to check again Amaravarava doesn't understand. Wait a second. Vechi Hulda Nevia, what Hulda is Nevia all of a sudden? It could tell uh, that tonight's Pesach is not going to be bread. He Hulda Nevia, he did Ada, he did not Arbesar. She knows now is the 14th Arbesar, Beloa Feadurta, and they're not going to make uh, bread until tonight. Umshareo Mitamrat's going to keep and uh, keep bread, hide it, and everything. And because of that, we have to do a Bidikat Hametz uh, because of the, this rodent. You have to explain that Mishnah like this. Whatever you leave after the Bidikat Hametz, you plan eating for tomorrow morning breakfast, you hide it. Why? Because maybe a rodent will come and take it from in front, right in front of us. Then you have to do a Bidikat all over again. But if we didn't see it take it, then we're not we're not choshesh to that. Tanya kavatid rabba. We have brightalik rabba. Harotzel leechol hametz ahar bedika. Kitzadi alsei. Person wants to eat hametz after bedika. What should you do? Mashemisher. You know, hinu betzina. Whatever you leave over, hide on the side. Shelot avo hulda v'titol befanenu. So a hulda won't come and take that hametz in front of your face. Ve'yet saich lebedika harav. You have to do another bedika. Rav Mori Amar. The reason I make you hide the hametz because you might leave ten uh, pitas over there, and you will all of a sudden uh, be, uh, see nine, and you know something was missing, and now you're gonna have to start looking all over the place. Now the Gemara brings another halacha uh, with the holda taking away hametz. 
Teshat Siburin Shal Matzah. I have nine piles of Matzot. Vehat Shal Hametz and one Hametz. Uh, Let's say we're talking about uh, the pita looking Matzot. And Vehatach Bar Vishakal. And uh, comes a uh, comes a mouse, takes away one of those uh, Matzot or the bread. Velo Adinan I Matzah Shakal, I Hametz Shakal. I don't know what he took. Did he take Matzah? Did he take Hametz? And Zigmar says, Hainu That's the case of nine stores. We're going to explain it soon. However, if the mouse didn't take from the actual pile, rather, Piresh uh, Vishakal, maybe one of these matzot or bread fell off the pile, and then came a mouse and took it. Hainu Sefa. That's our case of the nine uh, nine stores of the the sefa of the nine stores. Now, what are we talking about? Nine stores. Second time I'm mentioning it. The Tanan. If there's nine stores in the area and they're all selling kosher meat, the tenth store is selling not kosher meat. And I bought the meat from the store, I didn't pay attention to which store. We're going to say that it's Asur because you probably went to the not kosher store. It is Kavua, it is permanent in its spot, and, you, and uh, you, you, you're stuck and you probably bought something not kosher. However, if I'm walking on the street and I see a piece of steak on that road, there's nine butcher stores that are kosher, one that's not kosher. We go by uh, the road and I have to say that it is kosher. And you have to say the same idea by Hametz when the mouse came and took one of the, the one from the pile. And I don't know from which pile. Since they're permanent over there, they're considered kavua. They're permanent in that spot. We can't go by the rov, and we have to say that he probably took the, the, the one that is Hametz. But the minute it fell off, and then it took, uh, and then the mouse took it, then we could go after the rov, and then I will, I don't have to check because I could say the mouse took uh, matzah. Now, shenet siburin. If there was two piles, a hachel matzah, a hachel hametz, batim, and in front of those two piles there was two houses, a had baduk, a baduk. One was already checked kosher for Pesach, one was not. and two mice came, a shakal matzah, a shakal hametz. One took matzah, one took hametz. Each one went to the house. I don't know which mouse went to which which mouse went to which house. And the Tosfort is saying that we're probably talking about a big uh, piece of bread that we that mouse that little mouse for sure didn't uh, finish it. It's the same halacha as the two boxes, which uh, we we're gonna learn in a second that we're lenient. You have two boxes full of uh, fruits, a hachel cholin, hachel truma, and I have uh, two uh, piles. Uh, each one's a se'a size measurement. A hachel cholin, hachel truma. One is cholin, one truma. Venaflu elu letoch elu. This pile went into this box. This box went into uh, this pile went into that box. Mutarin. They're kosher for Israel, and it's not dafka for a kohen. Why shani omer cholin letoch cholin naflu. Cholin fell into cholin. Utruma letoch truma nafla. So the box for uh, the, whatever's in the box of truma is truma. Whatever's in the box of cholin is cholin. And you have to say the same idea with the mice, that the mouse took the matzah to the house that was kosher for Pesach, and the mouse that took the bread went into the house that was not kosher for Pesach. Now the Gemara asks, Emur de Amrinan She'ani Omer. Maybe when I say She'ani Omer, this concept that the kosher stayed kosher, bitruma midrabanan. Truma today, which is only the Rabbanan. However, Bahamets, Deoraita, today it's Deoraita, Mi Amrinan. Do I say that it went into the, that the matzah went into the kosher house? 
So the Gemara explains, Atu betikat hametz deoraita is betikat hametz deoraita it's it's all the rabbanadim. All you have to do is be mevatel, and you're good to go. And therefore, we do say in the rabbanan that uh, the the hametz went into the not kosher house, and the kosher went into the kosher. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.